0: Joining us once again on the Raptor show is Dennis Schroeder on the team bus to another city. This is the life of an NBA player. A a bus to a plane to go home eventually and then a bus to a plane. And uh, you repeat that over and over again. I think you guys are on your way to the airport. Uh, You guys obviously play in uh, Salt Lake City on Friday. So I appreciate you, Dennis. Um, you, You guys had a really eventful two days in L.A., though. You know, a lot of things to ask you about we got to start with Darko, though. Darko, with that press conference, everybody's talking about it. What was your reaction to Darko's legendary rant?
1: I mean, it's, I think it was great. Uh, he protecting the players. Uh, he's protecting us. I think just uh, going out there, making sure that, you know, um, we respect it as well. And I think sometimes uh, coach have to do it. So, yeah. Uh, this is one time Uh, he probably gonna get fined he said um then we
0: move on yeah um what was the reaction like in the locker room once you guys found out about um what Darko had said because I don't know if you've ever seen him that angry before but for a lot of people that was the first time people really got to know that dark side of Darko where he could really take it that level
1: I mean, he's European. Everybody should know that he's a little, (laughs) you know, that he can get a little crazy. So, um, no, uh, we found out the the next day, um, because he mentioned it, you know, in our breakfast meeting. Um, But uh, everybody kind of, you know, was like, okay, uh, I like it. Um, I mean, he just speaks, speaks up for our, you know, organization, for our team for our players and uh every time when you do that, you know, you get recognition from everybody. And I think uh it's really important that, you know, we know uh our coach got our back.
0: Yeah. He definitely had you guys' back for sure. Cause it was everywhere. It was all over ESPN, all over the news. I seen like opta stats, which typically only do like soccer stuff. You know, they were even <laughs> posting about the foul disparity in the fourth quarter against the Lakers. Um and yeah, I think, you know, my only question with that is has he gotten that mad at you guys behind the scenes?
1: Um, I mean, it's here and there, you know, he's a coach. Uh, try to, you know, figure everybody out. Um, I've seen him before like that, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's his first year. You know, he's still, you know, trying to figure out his ways. And at the end of the day, you know, whatever is behind closed doors is uh, behind closed doors, and um. Yeah, we just uh, try to get better every single day. Yeah, I
0: got you. I got you. Um, okay, let's talk about the two games in L.A. So uh, the first game against the Lakers, it's the first time you've gone to see those guys since you moved on from them last offseason. Uh, what was that feeling like for you, seeing a lot of your friends, Austin Reeves, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, et cetera, et cetera?
1: Uh, it was cool. I mean, uh, met with the coach, met with, uh, you know, all the the people I was close with um good to see them again because you know after the season i went straight to to germany um you know played national team and uh took time off so uh, it was great to see them uh, again and uh i mean unfortunately we didn't get the win but um i think the the two games um, we played you know uh, especially yesterday i think we played uh, really well and um yeah, but uh, it's always good to see you know good friends, old friends. We played with them uh, last year um, and had the Western Conference Finals as well. There was a city dope last year, so it was great.
0: So um, one thing I noticed in the game was just I don't know if DeAndre Russell was always like that, but he was he was talking a lot of trash to a lot of guys in that game. Um, what was is that is that just D'Lo normally? Like what was going on? Was there something special there? no
1: nah, he's uh like he's uh different um he normally don't don't do none of that you know um but uh i mean this situation i know it's uh, it's a little hard as well so i mean whatever um, <laughs> it is what it is at the end of the day um but, um, yeah,
0: like I said, it it's is uh, it is what it is, and uh, we just move on. Got you. Got you. You know, you know people are picking up on how much you, you say it is what it is or at the end of the day, but I, I know what that means. I know what that means. It's all good. Um, Okay, so you guys also find out before that game that Jakob gets injured and that he's out for two weeks. And, of course, when you play the Lakers, as you know, the Lakers got crazy um, rim protection. They got big guys. Anthony Davis had 40 points. Uh, and you definitely need a lot of size to protect the rim against them. What was it like finding out that Jakob was going to be available? And what have you made of Thad Young stepping up, being the, the center in that place?
1: I mean, we knew that Jakob couldn't play. I mean, he interested in his ankle and those faith. And, I mean, he was tough enough uh, to to finish that game out um, and help us, you know, get a, get a W in uh, San Francisco. But... Uh, we knew he's probably going to be out for a couple of games. Um, yeah, and that, that's been up. I mean, everybody, he's, he's uh, always in the stay-ready group, always try to be, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And, um, I mean, it's always a, a, a tough cover when you play against Anthony Davis, you know, um, he's one of the best in the league. Um, and, of course, Bron, then the next day he had the Clippers as well. So uh, <laughs> it was uh, kind of tough for him. But um, at the end of the day, like I said, like he plays the right way. Um, and he helped us, you know, um, boxing out, giving, giving us toughness down there. Uh, we can't pass it as well. So uh, he in park here, so he did a great job overall. And um, uh, it's been great. And we need him for sure uh, until, you know, Yach comes back.
0: Yeah, it shows what a kind of great professional he is, right? Because he's not playing the whole year. And then I think the last two games, he's played more minutes than he had all season combined, just in the last two days alone. And and he's been good in in what he can do. So the Clipper game, you guys play that one. You guys find out that one, Pascal's got back spasms because he got clipped by Torreon Prince in the Laker game. Now his back's hurting. He can't play in, in the second game against the Lakers. So another sort of shift, you go back into the starting group, And I'm curious because it seems like since the trade, you and quickly together on the floor once. Those two point guard lineups are really, really working well. What's your experience like playing in those games and seeing the things that are working between you and Quickly?
1: I think we kind of set the tone in OKC. And I think uh, that was with Chris Paul and me, myself, and Shea, where we had that three-point lineup. Um, And we always ended the games like that. Uh, of course, we a little, you know, <clears throat> smaller and we got to like box out a little bit more on the defensive end. But at the end of the day, it's like really, uh, we can play really fast, you know, uh, kick the ball ahead, can play off each other, uh, make sure, uh, you know, we put us both in action. And um, I mean, I told them from the start and I like, listened to this, but we're going to we're going to play a lot of minutes together. So we got to, you know, figure this out a little bit. And um, I mean, first five games has been great, and we want to keep you know
0: keep getting better at it. So I was thinking in the other game that you know between you and quickly like that's a really really quick point guard group, right? Like, and I was thinking about even some of the similarities that you guys may have in terms of your play style. Um, both really quick at getting downhill. We saw him in the fourth quarter, for example, really take over and, and do a lot of the scoring for you guys last night. Do you see some comparisons there between you and Quickly's game? And are you able to give him some pointers because you guys play kind of a similar style when it comes to that quickness off the bounce? Yeah, getting, getting into that paint.
1: Um, I think he's doing a great job of you know getting to the paint when people cut him off that he can get to the line and you know being creative. Uh, getting to the line, uh, of course, his ability to shoot as well uh, is great when it comes off pin downs. Um, so I think uh, it's, it's, uh, our games is uh, kind of similar, um, but uh, he loves to shoot me a little bit more than me. Um, and uh, I think this is great, and I think we just got to um, figure each other out. Um, And then it's going to be,
0: you know, a scary lineup. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Okay, the rest of that game from last night, uh, you know, you guys are shorthanded. You guys don't have your starting front court in in Pascal and and Jakob. Um, But I thought you guys played really cohesively. You guys played really well together as a group. I mean, the Clippers are as good of a team as there is right now in the NBA. Um, Since trading for James Harden, they've been on a great run. And, you know... You guys stuck with them the whole time. It was like a really close game. There was like 30 lead changes. Nobody went up by 10 or down by 10 until basically the last little bit. And then you guys still made a bit of a comeback. What can you say about the cohesiveness about the group that you guys are playing with right now since the trade?
1: Everybody's stepping up. Everybody um, just being ready, being resilient. Um, don't make excuses. Uh, I think uh, to not make excuses that somebody's out and that we have to, you know, no. Um, even Garrett Temple came in, uh, knocked down his first three, um, always staying ready, so professional every single day, coming in, being positive. Um, and then just, <laughs> Coach said, yo, Garrett, come in. And he was wondering, he was like, me? <laughs> and, like he like, he was ready right away. Um, everybody just, you know, um, enjoying each other. That's why I'm saying that we got to have that joy where where everybody is happy for another. You know, like I was so happy with Garrett to stay on the, you know, court with him together and uh, play. And um, we was just having fun, um, sharing the ball and, uh, you know, trying to get a win and competing on the highest level. And I think we did it, but we came up short. That's uh, that's okay, you know, but... Um, that we play our hardest and uh, we play for another, um, always going to be there.
0: Yeah. You know, ever since you, you made those comments after the Pistons game and we talked about it on our show last week, just about how you want to get the the group together and just keep guys together. I'm starting to notice the little things, you know, there was a play, um, you know, in the Kings game, uh, Pascal blocked Malik Monk in in transition. And then Malik kind of grabbed his ankle, uh, you know, holding him from getting back on the other end. And after the play was stopped, you and Chris Boucher both like sprinted over to go pick up Pascal on the ground. So I- I'm seeing that togetherness from you guys as a group, even on the little things like that. And uh, it's great to see you guys pick up for each other, play together as a group. Um, I wanted to ask you something else because, you know, you've had a couple of stories written about you in this uh, last week or so. There's one in Yahoo! By Jake Fisher. There's one at Sportsnet with Michael Grange. Both just covering your career, and it was interesting because I thought both stories were pretty good in terms of just covering sort of what you've been going through your your career. Um, but the little headlines that get aggregated sometimes don't really paint you in a in a good light. I don't know if you see this stuff or not, but you know, there was one where it was like, "Well, Dennis is not report, reportedly not happy with coming off the bench," or another story was like you know what, you may have turned down 80 million or something. Who said that? No, I'm just saying that, that's that's what happens when like little bits and pieces of stories get aggregated and pulled out. Because I thought Grange wrote a great story about you in terms of your transition to the second unit, how happy you've been with the whole, or how you know professional you've been about the whole thing and you're thriving in the new role. But the little pieces that come out about Dennis are generally, you know, they paint you in almost a negative light, I think. I mean,
1: listen... Um... For me, I'm um, a team player. I play basketball because it's a team sport. And I love uh, just um, enjoying and embracing and uh, be a good piece of, you know, um, a winning mentality uh, organization. And at the end of the day, a uh, coach's decision. Um, uh, I got to accept it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I'm a pro. But To respect it, it's a, I mean, whatever it is, is, you know, Uh, I'm a pro, I know, and uh, at the end of the day, like he's seen, okay, our bench, uh, we got to step it up a little bit, and um, then it was our starters, and then he wanted to make a change, so um, it is what it is, you know, and I just go from there. What the reporters, I mean, you know, reporters, they always got to, got to make a story or got to, you know, make it interesting for people to read it. So at the end of the day, um, everybody knew and my whole career, uh, I'm going to keep it straightforward. And um, if I have something, uh, I would go to, you know, if I would be unhappy, I would go to my side or go to somebody and say, listen, I'm unhappy to mm-hmm. You know, um, but at the end of the day, I'm a professional. We want to be um, in the organization. Like Toronto, I think uh, Bobby and uh, Masai, about the right things, um, and uh, coach as well. And I'm just trying to, you know, uh, build that culture here of uh, embracing each other, being excited for another, um, and just being, you know, the, the leader, you know, um, and lead by example. So, um, at the end of the day, that's this, uh, what I'm here for, and uh, that's what they brought me here for, and what, did, what kind of role I'm in. You know, I want to be, like, the best version of myself. Yeah, Nothing going to change that, you know, so whatever they want, it is what it is. Uh, I can't change it, you know, so um, I'm going to just leave it at that.
0: Yeah. You know, and listen, I got to defend Grange because that's not it, The whole story was not about you being unhappy about coming off the bench. It was more like you have really adapted to the role. You have really sacrificed for the team. He's got quotes in there from you, quotes in there from Darko about what you're contributing. It's just that when you have one little tidbit in the whole story and then it gets aggregated and that becomes the whole story, it just takes it out of the context. Everyone's seen what you've done with the team um, and accepting of multiple roles. So I got to defend my, my teammate Grange as well. He wasn't trying to, you know, uh, talk down on your name, but um, I hear you though. And I think that the, the, the adaptation for you has been really strong. Um, you know, I have two more questions just really quickly. When you were brought into the organization, like was the, was the idea, was the pitch, like you're going to get a really ch- good chance to lead the group here. This is probably going to be a, a a team that obviously just lost their point guard. You're going to come in and start as point guard. Was that the expectation coming in?
1: Yeah, I mean, the expectations was a little bit different, uh, you know, coming from a summer where, you know, we wrote history and been with the guys uh, a long time, um, having that chemistry already. Um, but coming to Toronto, Um I mean, the situation was a little different. I, I know too, it's a national team and it's the NBA. It's uh, two different things. But at the end of the day, I thought, you know, um, I'm going to do the same thing here. Um, but I mean, like I said, uh, I talked to, you know, even Masai and uh, the organization. And I think uh, it's, it's, it's similar, but I still got to get to know, you know, my teammates, uh, get to know, you know, being. Um, kind of comfortable with them you know when you come in your first year you you try to find your way and see how things are and how players are and um, I think uh, I mean uh, it's gonna get better every single day and uh, we try to work on you know uh, what I have uh, had this summer and um, try to do the same thing here.
0: Got you got you All right last question to that to that idea of you guys getting tighter as a group. We saw a great clip that went um around on Open Gym where you guys were out in LA, the one off day you guys had before playing the Lakers, and I don't know whose idea it was, but you guys all got on a bike ride and just like biked along the beach. It seemed like yeah. a really fun time. You by the way, it's snowing in Toronto. Um, so I hope you're wow. I hope you're ready to come back to that, buddy. But um <laughs> Yeah, whose idea was it to organize that bike trip? And um, and my follow-up question is, does Emmanuel quickly not know how to ride a bike? Because it, it, it looked like an adventure.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I think it was Coach Darko's idea. I mean, okay. he said we got practice. Um, but that day when we woke up, normally our loops is uh, in front of our door. When we open the door, up, you know, uh, we take our loop, you know, put our stuff on, and then have to practice. But... Uh, Curtis, our current manager, he said, oh, are we getting it at the at the gym this time. And everything was kind of a little bit off. So mm. I thought he's going to, you know, uh, in my mind, I was like, oh, he's got to, you know, got something planned. Um, but then we drove and um, got to that bicycle, like rental bicycle, you know, where you can rent the um, the bikes. And um, not everybody liked it, but uh, when everybody was uh, on that um on that bike, and uh, we was just, you know, uh, was at the Santa Monica computer I think it was great. Just um, everybody, you know, and that's what I you know. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Being um, together, even if you do, you know, practices or off court stuff. I think it's great for 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 the team. You know, and uh, we had a great time and uh, enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it looked like a great time, man. Um, I I don't when you say some people didn't like it. What do you mean? Like some people didn't like riding bikes, or they just like what's going on? I was trying to put shots up, and uh, yeah, all well, of a sudden we riding bikes and stuff. Yeah,
1: because we we uh, they said we had to practice, you know, and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what you expect you want to you wanna play basketball, but I mean okay. then we stopped, at this, you know went um and everybody was kind of shocked. It was a lot of people who were struggling. Uh, I'm not putting no names out there. It was a lot of people who were struggling riding bikes, but uh, nobody got hurt. You know, everybody was safe. Um, and that was the most important, and we had fun.
0: Yeah, we saw, yeah, I think we know one of the people who were struggling because it uh, quickly had, like, a GoPro on the camera, and I think he, yeah, tried he, to, he tried to ride it into the sand. I mean, come on. You know you can't ride a, a bike on the sand. Like, come on, man. But he, he, he,
1: he was not bad, though. I got to say, he wasn't bad. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, the same thing. I remember that I was right next to him. He cannot do that, but uh, (laughs) other than that, he was was, uh, pretty solid. Yeah, there you go.
0: All right, Dennis, I appreciate you. Have a safe uh, rest of the road trip, and we'll see you back in Toronto next week.
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate you.